All right, so Ujwal, this is take number what, 165? 166, <laughs> mate, I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit concerning. But, um, you know, uh, you and I are doing a one-on-one podcast today uh, to do a book review for Eddie Jaku. So we have to take each other seriously for the next 15 minutes. Um, but I think we can get it done, Ujwal. I have, I have faith in us. Um, but, uh, yeah, how are you, Ujwal? How are you, how are you going? 100%. I'm, I'm doing well, mate. This is a very flammable situation just like the weather today, you know, bit of rain, bit of sunshine, you know, I don't know what's going on, a lot of wind, it's very turbulent, and so is this, like, because, you know, we're, we're doing, this is the first time we're doing something without Sunny, really. Oh, yeah, exactly, and yeah, the, probably the most responsible person out of the three of us, out yeah, of the three I mean, uh, Probably, I don't know about probably, I think more like 110, 110%, yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, on that note, um, we're, we're hoping to do a bit of a book review. Uh, well, I, I do back us as well, don't worry. Um, but we are doing a book review uh, and have to take each other seriously for the next 15 or so minutes of uh, The Happiest Man on Earth by Eddie Jaku. So, uh, yeah, it was a book that you recommended to me last year, right? Yeah, so I, I went into Big W and last year, you know, I had a bit of spare time with all the lockdowns and you know how it is. And yeah. I saw this book at the front yeah. of the shelf. You know, it was newly published back then because I think it only came out last year. And yeah, it was on special. I was like, you know, I'm going to grab this. And you know me, I don't read too much. I've got a very, very limited number of books in my bookshelf. (laughs) And, you know, if I finish a book, that that means something. So I finished this book in like a few days um, because it was really simple, really easy to read. And yeah, Mm -hmm. it was very engaging. And whenever I do finish a book, the one thing I do for sure is tell all my friends, you have to read this book. Tell the world. Yeah, Yeah, you got to tell the world. So I told you, and <laughs> six months later, I don't know, you somehow read it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was a bit of a six-month lag from when you when you recommended the book to me. But uh, I think the only two, I think that's I've only read two books in the past sort of five years of my life, and both of them are actually book reviews on the Bottled Up Instagram. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah, man, exactly. We we got to share the word for anything we do read because there's not too much of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess I guess like if we were to give our audience the essence of the book in just a few sentences. Yep. It's it's mm. about a Holocaust survivor, um, Eddie Jaku, who recently turned 100 years old. He currently lives in Australia, and he pretty much shares his life journey right from around the 1920s um, when he was a student. He had to go to boarding school, and he mm. he identifies as a German and a Jew. So he goes through mm. his whole life journey uh, where he goes through multiple concentration camps, and he loses a lot of his family, pretty much all his family, unfortunately. Um, but mm. through through a stroke of luck and you know some, he's a very intelligent. He was he is a very intelligent man. He he ended up surviving, um, and he moved to a different part of Europe after after the World War, and eventually he mm. moved to Australia. And now he shares his message, um, mm. which we'll go into a bit later, um, with, mm. with with people all around Australia, politicians, teachers, students, you name it. He's he's doing a lot of work, mm. and he's even got a, a museum named after him now, pretty much. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. Up in Sydney, right? Yeah, yeah, up in Sydney, I think. Mm. Um, but yeah, like uh, the thing I really liked about this book was just the way he kind of shared his story in a very simple way, but it was very, very relatable in terms of the life lessons he kind of presented in each chapter. Um, so mm. like before, yeah, the yeah. Start, at the start of each chapter, it wasn't like chapter one, two, three. It was more like a quote. For example, you know, there's more things important in life than money. And then he goes into a story and through either the characters or some life situation you kind of see that mm. message come to life um mm. and i, I really mm. like that um what yeah. about you what did you like about it or what made you read it when i recommended it to you no nah, no nah, i think there's um there's a lot of sort of philosophical 
kind of messages that came out of the book. Um, and I think from a, I, it, we'll definitely go into that a bit later on. But um, I think what was really interesting as well is that from that educational standpoint, I think it was very cool to sort of see history through um, Eddie's eyes. And I think that, that was something that definitely sort of resonated um, with me in terms of, you know, what actually happened during the time. And sort of just to give everyone just a bit of a, a bit of a historical overlay uh, mm. of, of, the, of the book. Um, but uh, I think this is going back to my year 10 sort of high school high school days. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so the story kind of begins in his early childhood in Leipzig, sort of Germany. Um, it was sort of seen as a very sort of a strong Jewish presence within that community at the time. And like you said, Ojoel, his dad was an engineer. He was a very proud German citizen. Um, and as was his entire family, the sort of the Jaku family, they were sort of seen as very... Um, they're German first and then they practice their religion second. And, I, and the things kind of like, like sort of drastically changed for, you know, Eddie and, and his family, especially with the end of World War I. Um, as we all know, uh, Germany lost World War I and that uh, the Treaty of Versailles that to pay reparations to the Allied forces and um, which pretty much left a lot of Germany or German society very poverty stricken. Um, and obviously after that, as we know, Nazi Party came in power, into power and prominence with the idea of sort of galvanizing the the German people, and sort of cha- like channeled their insecurities pretty much through anti anti Semitic rhetoric, um, and a lot of people were sort of you know taken taken in by that. Um, and yeah, I think so. That's sort of the historical overlay. But I think you know what pro- it's a very sort of profound book, like I mentioned before, in terms of that educational kind of piece. But I think you you put it very well as well uh, in terms of the giving a brief synopsis of the book but uh what what sort of what are the kind of the messages that you sort of took out of it yeah there's a few but before i go into that mate that i did not know you know that much about history like (laughs) i know we're taking each other seriously but that i don't know you must have paid a lot of attention either in the book or in history class but you know that's cool i love a bit of history mate yeah i love it that's that's that is so funny i I reckon there will be some very surprised listeners like how does meg know all of that (laughs) but yeah no yeah, in terms of the key oh. messages, there's a few. I think the one that relates most closely to, to us in terms of, you know, bottled up and what, what we believe in here is is one of the, one of the chapters, I think, towards the end. Uh, at the start of the chapter, he says, uh, sharing, sharing, your, sharing your sorrows or your pains halves, halves, halves the suffering. Um, yeah. Whereas yep. sharing, yep. like, the good things in your life, like, doubles the pleasure. Mm. It was something like that. Yeah, Have you? Did yeah. you read that part? <laughs> yeah. No, no, we're in the same book. We're reading the same yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, <laughs> essentially what he was, he, was, he was talking about there was when he did move to Australia, there was a lot of suffering and there was a, there was a lot of um, pain that was still in, inside him, but he couldn't really share it. He couldn't express it. A lot mm. of trauma, essentially. And he said it took him many, many years. But when he did, it was like a burden off his shoulders. And that gave him purpose that he was speaking on behalf of six million people who mm. who couldn't really speak anymore, and that's that's what drove him to do what he does now, and that's why that's kind of led him to to share his message, which is at the back of the book essentially. Which, and I really like this because there's no proper blurb at the back of the book. It just says life can be beautiful if you make it beautiful. It's up to you, mm. which is just which is kind of implying you know it's a choice, and he he's decided like even though he's gone through things that you know we can't even imagine unfathomable pain he's decided that he can make the most of this situation and he's going to you know he's going to get gain purpose from sharing his message mm-hmm. um and yeah that that leads into probably the most important message of this book is is essentially that that you have a choice um and like a lot of a lot of people have 
kind of express this message on Bottled Up as well in different ways. Like, for example, Ash Judd came on recently and you sat, you sat down with him and he was saying, like, he went through a lot of trauma. Um, but he said, like, even though he went through that, he's very content, he's very happy with his life. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's, it, was, it was pretty much implying, or he might have even said that he chooses to be happy. Yeah, exactly, um, yeah. And it's, it's, it's really interesting that you hear this message time and time again from people who have been through very extreme situations, um, such as Ash and obviously Eddie in this case. Um, and, and on top of that, uh, Eddie also talks a lot about, you know, love and hate and the contrast between the, the, the emotions there because, um, as you know, like he goes through and kind of tries to, to, to break down why people did the things they did um, mm. in that time. Um, and, and he explains how love is more powerful than hate. And, and I know you really resonated with his his understanding of that. Yeah, you? 100%. And what he says kind of near the, the end of the book is he talks about like that choice that, that people have, like you said, which while like um, one, of the, one of the promises that he made to himself yeah. after he sort of, you know, went through what he went through one of the things he said coming out of that was um how he's going to live the happiest life possible like after all those atrocities um and that was his choice that was his choice um and and i think you know and sort of building on that as well one of the one of his other big messages is around the distinction that he draws between not hating and forgiveness in that you know he doesn't forgive the Nazis for what they did i mean they took away his his family and, and even sort of stripped back his own identity but he but what he says that he what he does say is that he doesn't hate the nazis i mean even he said like he doesn't hate um adolf hitler as well he even mm-hmm. explicitly mentions his name as well um and what he says as well is like you know he says one of his philosophies is that when you hate you whilst it also destroys your enemy it yeah. also destroys yourself in the process and he kind of uses kristallnacht um or that that event of kristallnacht as the context for that point um, you know, it was a night where sort of um, the the members of the German parliamentary force, um, and along with the other German citizens who actually used to be friends with 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 Eddie at the time, um, they looted a lot of mm. German Jewish shop, uh, not German Jewish uh, Jewish shops, and he they you know they killed a lot of Jews in the process as well. It was a very sort of uh, a dark time in, in German history, and and a lot of the citizens as well thought what they were doing was right. Yeah. Like, and that was the that was a very key sort of thing that he mentioned um and you know that you know he talks about how the nazi party sort of you know manipulated the the weak and scared you know german people at the time to um show hatred towards the jews and and sort of relating that back to um sort of today's world i mean i I don't want to get too political but like there's a lot Mm. of distinctions that you can kind of draw between you know uh you know eddie's message of choosing love over hate um with someone like a donald trump or like a, or even like a pauline hansen here domestically like yeah um you know one of trump's things was when he in during his election campaign was around um uh you know putting muslims on a register and then you know just just so they can just so the government can track their mm. like can track them for security purposes and all that stuff so it's, it's these these kind of kinds of things that can kind of breed hate and um yeah so his his message is definitely very applicable to to today's politicians um and just people in general yeah that's what i love about this book man it's like you can apply a lot of these lessons pretty much every single chapter the the, the way he phrases the question you can apply to many different situations and different parts of life mm. and at the same time as you know you've shown you get a good understanding of the history and the different at least two different concentration camps and you get obviously it's very hard to really 
put yourself in the in that situation when you're just reading a book but you get you get to yeah to almost appreciate the sense of terror and shock just a bit of what they went through and that yeah um i know there have been books like this in the past um mm. a, a very famous one was man's search for meaning mm. um, Frankel. this is sort of yeah yeah yeah, that that one. Um, this is mm. a bit of a buy one get one free. You know, this isn't part of <laughs> what we're. <laughs> yeah, but when, when a book review for one podcast, uh, when a podcast for one book review turns into another one, yeah, it's a bit of a, exactly mm. absolute value add. Here. Yeah, value add. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that, that's a similar book because it, it goes through uh, a similar sort of. It, it is a memoir, at least in the first half, um, where he shares his experiences, and it, it is pretty much just as intense. Um, but that that goes more into developing like uh, a thing called logotherapy which is essentially just kind of saying that people who found meaning from their suffering were the ones who survived in the concentration camps and yeah as the book says man's search for meaning it's that from your pain you can derive purpose um but yeah they're very different books this one's a lot more simple i think easier to digest um and yeah it's it's really, it's really cool if you, especially if you're in Australia, because mm. this that's where Eddie is right now in Sydney, I think. So, yeah, it's a nice story. Yeah, no, it, it's it's a good story. Um, I like um, well, one of the things I've also like, I've only full disclosure, I've only like read about you know a quarter of the book. Um, I haven't read all of all of Man's Search for Meaning, but um, one of the things that kind of like Victor kind of postulates in the book is around um, if you show, um. I think it's like if you the, for those like people that showed empathy and showed um, care for other people during those tough times actually had a high percentage or high chance of survival or something like that. I don't know. I think you mentioned that to me. Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, there, like Eddie says a similar thing, and mm, yeah. yeah, there was he Victor was a he was a psychiatrist, so he like mm. full studied like the, the exact sort of trends. And I I read the book earlier this year, but. Yeah, he, he he breaks down like exact sort of things that people went through, and I, I can't remember the specifics. But maybe we'll do another book review about that later. <laughs> Might have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bit of a, a bit of a spoiler as to what's to come for bottled up. But um, yeah, I think yeah, like you mentioned, like Eddie's story is is very it explores some very intense themes. Um, but it, like we mentioned, it's very easily digestible. It's very it's it's explained in very simple language. Um, and it's a very easy read. We both read it in a couple of days. Um, and, and I think he also explains the story as well, really well in, in some TED talks and some, and some speaking things, some speaking gigs that he does. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I'd actually recommend potentially like listening to that before you read the book. Um, mm. if you feel like we haven't given con- enough context, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, yeah, leave your feedback for the, for the, for the book review later on but uh, yeah um yeah. yeah i think one of the other things as well that i want to maybe speak about in terms of the book and in terms of its themes is around eddie's eddie's identity like in the identity kind of um crisis that he had especially during his time um he talks about he was a he was german and he's, he's jewish as well those are the two identities that he had um and he speaks about how uh there was a point in time where he was like both sides of his identity were actually seen as the enemy so for example when he was in germany he was seen as a Jew- he was seen as someone who practiced judaism and people saw him as the enemy there but then i think when when he left germany and he escaped you know one of the concentration i think it was going from buchenwald to Auschwitz at the time yeah. um I, I can't remember specifically but um people when he when he escaped to belgium um he was then seen as a Jewish as a German citizen 
um and he was again seen as the enemy so he kind of got like the worst the, the the worst of both yeah, yeah. so it's like the worst of both yeah, it was, it yeah was exactly yeah. a very difficult time for him mm. and yeah yeah i remember there's a lot of like a lot of hiding a lot of escaping moving around different different places and yeah no it's i, I that, that part of the book was really really interesting to see i think he was hiding in someone's basement for ages yeah Does that ring any bells yeah he was yeah, yeah i think so yeah i'm sure it was, was that, i think that was belgium yeah it would have been in belgium yeah i think so um so yeah, he, he lived in belgium for for a bit for i think for a couple of weeks he only lasted about a couple of weeks before i think i think they they i think the, the gestapo had held his mum um captive or something like i can't remember exactly what happened um but yeah he only survived about what a couple of weeks in in belgium at the time and before he was transported to another um concentration camp yeah um yeah. yeah. Well, let's not let's not spoil the book too much because I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. sure anyone anyone yeah. who listens to this and hasn't read the book is definitely going to read the book. So. Yeah, definitely read the book. Yeah, hundred <laughs> um, percent. Yeah, I wanted to finish off, mate, on just just um, your thoughts and what what do you reckon? How, how do you think this went, quality wise? Oh, look. So I think what, the fact that we've done this what 165 times, so like with the content was fine. It was more the delivery, hey. <laughs> yeah. What do you reckon the retention is going to be? I think we've cracked this gag about 10 times, but uh, I don't know what's steeper. <laughs> I don't know what's steeper. <laughs> the cliff of Mount Everest or, or this retention rate? Unless Mount Everest is perpendicular, I think we're going to be steeper. <laughs> Mate, it gets funny every time. All right, yeah, on that note, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick things. I'm going to finish things off by saying this is Joel signing off. Oh, this is Meg signing off. <laughs> <laughs>